What's everybody? Welcome to the God and Country podcast, episode six. We're going to be getting into some things today, talking about like uh, sexual depravity. I mean, like we said on the last episode, if you didn't listen, I suggest you go back, go ahead and listen to that last episode where we talked about sexual immorality. And we want to, we really want to make a difference between that and the way we feel about depravity. So on the God and Country podcast, we're going to be addressing uh, just kind of things that are going on in our nation. And there is some. I don't know the best way to say it. Just it's a real push that we're seeing in society today going leaning towards uh, various wickedness and darkness when it comes to sexual acts just in general. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to get into some of those things today. My name is Ethan. That's Daniel. Um, We are the God in country podcast. I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. So um, I'm actually going to do this at the front and just say, if you haven't already subscribe on YouTube, hit the like button, uh, look for us on social media at GNC pod on um, uh, Instagram and Facebook. We're going to get a Twitter eventually, eventually. <laughs> and um, uh, be sure to give us some feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us a topic or a question or something like that. And definitely give us a shout out. If you think that we maybe missed an area in the conversation, we want to know what y'all are thinking as well. So uh, be sure to hit us up there. Um, Daniel, uh, last time we talked about immorality, sexual immorality as in like, anything any sexual act outside of man and woman married yeah you know committing a sexual act that's sexual immorality that is sin uh, any of that but we wanted to draw a hard line between what the way that we feel about um you know homosexuality and because we don't necessarily agree with that or condone that we want to draw a hard line between that and the way that we feel about or the way that we look at or the way that the church should look at and address the darkness of like pedophilia child sexual abuse, child molestation, things like that. So yeah. I just want to toss that up to you, man. Yeah, and, and, and now um, I've got the definition of depravity pulled up, and it's just moral corruption or wickedness, uh, a wicked or morally corrupt act. And then the third one is specifically in relation to Christian theology. It says the innate corruption of human nature due to original sin. Now, immortality or immortality. Immortality. Immortality <laughs> uh, is, is a synonym to depravity. Yes. Um, so, I mean, it's they're similar words. I think particularly kind of we split it up between the two. Um, I think just depravity is a little more of a step further. Yeah, depravity, kind of, kind is, a, depravity is a little more um, malicious. Yeah. Whereas intent, immorality. Intent, like with that, yeah, like, to me, there's like an intent behind it as right. far as like just the basic definition. Um, now, there is like Ethan mentioned, there's a, a lot of pushes going on today. Uh, with, uh, like we talked about the last episode, kind of towards the end, uh, transgenderism, uh-huh. uh, pushing that in schools, uh, pushing that through drag queen uh, story hours, mm-hmm. um, and then also pedophilia. Um, now, I do want to make the point that um, with the LGBTQIA, all those letters, things, most... I wouldn't want to put a percentage on it because I'm not really sure, but I know most people, as far as it just kind of fall under the the basic lesbian, gay, bisexual thing. Um, I, actually, a lot of them uh, kind of are starting to lean away towards the transgender movement um, a lot, but also uh, they they don't. Uh, most of them don't push the pedophilia thing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a particularly um, bigger force. Yeah, dark, a particularly darker force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's um, uh, pushing more of the pedophilia to make pedophilia an accepted sexual orientation, right? Uh, versus a depraved act, which which is what it is. Absolutely. You know, I mean, the the word 
Jesus was clear. Jesus was clear. Mark nine forty two says, "Whoever causes one of these little ones to who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were hung around his neck and were thrown into the sea." Um, you know, obviously, and then you know, like what you do to the least of these kind of things. Right. Um, it's it's wicked. I think like terribly wicked. Yeah, and when I you know I say depraved, I I mean sick. Yeah, yeah. Sick in the head. It's. So. I mean, there's there's a whole hot take. Um, <laughs> there's you know because because with a lot of the times with pedophilia, um, just from some statistics that I've seen, uh, or I've got pulled up actually right now, about ninety percent of children who are victims of abuse know their abuser. Yeah. Um, so the abusers go through a process, what's called grooming. Um, and in the process of grooming, what they do is they establish a non-sexual relationship with the parents and the child uh, to kind of get in like an inner circle type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they gain the trust of the victims and their families. Um, and then as the relationship grows, they tend to try and seek time alone with the kids. And um, then they also begin to gradually sexualize the re- relationship with the child. Um this says here that the child's cooperation and silence are maintained by various forms of coercion. Uh, the child accommodates to increase sexual demands with increasing sense of betrayal and guilt. So they feel like um, it, it's almost these these people that are going after uh, these children are basically pushing on them like, hey, you know, uh, this is okay. So if you go and tell anybody about it, you're going to like you're going to be betraying me or you're, yeah. you know, it, it, they're basically making the child feel like it's wrong to say, Hey, so-and-so did this to me. Mm-hmm. And so these children are, are keeping their mouth shut. Right. Um, most perpetrators will continue to abuse children if they're not reported and stopped. Uh, nearly 70% of child sex offenders have victims between one, have between, sorry, have between one and nine victims and at least 20% have 10 to 40. Mm. An average child... Whew, I didn't read this one earlier. An average serial child molester may have as, may have had as many as 400 victims in his lifetime. Um, 400 may have had as many as four... Oh, my God. I yeah. mean, that's a large... Yeah. That's a large number. Um, and, and let me um, interject here as we keep going down this list. The reason that we're talking about this in, on the God and Country podcast is because... I don't, I don't know of anybody who's really standing in the pulpit and saying, hey, parents, um, you know, watch your kids. <laughs> and I, it's kind of, we think of it as common sense and stuff, but the numbers don't lie. The yeah. number of children being abused, the number of pedophiles that um, have long-running streaks of, of, of this crime of abusing children uh, is a lot larger than people addressing it. You yeah, know, and, I mean, and we see it on TV and we think like, oh, it's just something that happens on TV. Like, nah, bro. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it happens and it's a problem in, you know, particularly Catholic. <laughs> I kind of, you know. Oh, he, he, he's right. He's right. But we, push, they but did, I mean, something that, they it, did, the numbers are higher in yeah. the school system than just the Catholic church system. But yeah, <laughs> just put well, that I mean, there. I mean, and, you know, and there's, I mean, I'm not saying like, it's just a problem of the Catholic yeah, church. Yeah, the Catholic, know, all the Catholics touch kids. You know, we're not doing that. I don't even know how many kids I can't remember right now, but there's like kids that go into the CPS, like the foster system. Mm-hmm. Oh disappear yeah. Dude. Off the face of the earth. There's They're numbers. Gone. There's a, I'm sure at least tens of thousands of kids that disappear mm. uh, off the face of the earth. And that's Just, the government. They, they go into, yeah, they go into the CPS system. Now there's some, some kind of more theories we can get into about that maybe in a little bit, but um, <laughs> not if we want to keep this episode short. Yeah. Yeah. Not if we want to keep, yeah. So we, yeah. 
Maybe a later episode we'll yeah. get really into, into some of that stuff. We have to dedicate one specifically to the disappearings. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> um Epstein. But anyways, <laughs> he didn't kill himself. No, he didn't. So yeah, so you know, it's it's a that like you said, I think that's good that, that you know most people would think. It, I mean, it's common sense. You know. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's. It's becoming less and less common sense. Yeah, the more rampant it is, it's almost like um, people forget. Yeah, well, and you know, the, know, the media, weird. the media, particularly um, like Hollywood, and and I think there's a reason Hollywood does this, but they they are more and more like sexualizing young children. Yeah, you know, and and they're more and more like propping up these kids. Yeah, and kind of like. Without specifically saying, hey, we're making them like a sexual icon. They're making them a sexual icon. Right. You know? And um, uh, so it's like it's like an ingrained thing that's just kind of being pushed in people's heads. You know, I hope that believers are seeing stuff like that and saying, no, that's not right. You know, changing right. the channel or not yeah. watching that movie or whatever, you know. But um, it's happening. It's happening in the world, and and believers got to be aware enough to yeah, yeah to I, fight that. You know, I because you know Daniel's going to get into some stuff, right? We're going to talk about some stuff that's going on, like there's just facts and stories, and you know, might even talk about some conspiracies and stuff like that. But when it comes to stuff like this, you got to um, as a believer. You know, normally I want to save this to the end of the episodes. I know we're only six episodes in, but normally I like to save the question of how should Christians blah 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 to the end yeah. for this one. I'm just going to come out like right at, you know, right here in the, you know, in the front, how should Christians address, um, you know, child, just sexual abuse. I wouldn't even say just child, but just sexual abuse. You know, how do you address that? You got to listen to your spirit. Yeah. Cause if the spirit gives you a check about leaving your kid with, you know, at this particular, um, daycare than this one, or, you know, your kid riding the bus over getting a, riding his own bike or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If the spirit gives you a check, you better go with that check. Better safe than sorry. I mean, yeah. I don't um, like like I have a I have a toddler. She likes dance. Uh, we want to put her in gymnastics because of the physical fitness aspect. And you know they're dressed scantily, right? Scantily mm-hmm. dressed or whatever, whatever. Scantily. Yeah, well, a lot of skin, you know, because he's wearing a leotard yeah, and jumping yeah. around on a big old, you know, on a big old bar. But like, if she makes a, a career out of it, you know, you know, the kids that have the cheerleading careers, they're like seven. And they're wearing the skimpy outfits from that cheerleaders wear. And yeah. it's not, I don't have a problem with that in and of myself. I have a problem with people sitting in the stands that have a problem with pedophilia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like looking at it weird. And then I'm like, ah, oh, man, I ha- now I have a problem with it. <laughs> so, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to take that away from my kid, but I am going to s- stay. I'm determined to stay vigilant in myself and in my own spirit and listen for the check. Like, you know, maybe she misses this performance, you know? Yeah. Or maybe she doesn't go to the after party and then we go meet her. Like we drive her over there and you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just, just listen to your spirit believers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm in a second, I'll pull up like percentage of like estimated percentage of population of, uh, who, how many people are pedophiles basically. Yeah. 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 But you know, you, I mean, for the most part, especially where we live in Texas, Uh I think we can be a little bit more comfortable to yeah. think to ourselves that hey you know most people are here to just to see the kids yeah yeah, yeah. um but to kind of get into like a uh you know there's some other topics we want to talk about like rape and and yeah. different things like that um but 
uh, it says here, just kind of as far as pedophilia go, there's no known cause of like the pedophilic mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is some evidence that pedophilia may run in families. Um, So Mm. it could possibly be genetic Genetic? material that causes this issue. Um, But it does say, though, that it is unclear whether this stems from genetics or learned behavior. So nature versus nurture kind of thing. Yeah, it could just be that it's happening to these kids. So they do it. So they do it, you know, um, but in the history of, uh, yeah, history of sexual child, childhood sexual abuse is another potential factor in the development of uh, pedophilia. Although again, it has not been proven uh, because I think with this particular topic, it's kind of a little bit harder to prove what what the causes of that are, you know, um, uh, brain scans indicate that pedophiles have less, uh, looks like white matter. Uh, the connective circuitry in the brain, and at least one study has shown that they are more likely to have suffered childhood head injuries than non-pedophiles. Um, they've also been shown to be shorter on average and are more likely to be left-handed, right-handed. <laughs> Me too. And, and as, as well as to have, also, we're like six feet tall. So. <laughs> also, as, as there are shown to typically have lower IQs in the general population. We're really smart. Cool. Yeah, so, um, we're not pedophiles. I, really <laughs> I got a really good score. Hot on my takes. Uh, Hot takes. We're not pedophiles. So, so you know, there's there can be some, <laughs> uh, some kind of background things that you can yeah. see in that. Um, it does say that pedophiles are more often men yeah. than women. Although there are, um, and I've got like some some logos and stuff of like, uh, there's there's groups called like the Boy Lover man boy love association and there's yeah, like a boy lover that, logo yeah. and little boy lover logo and girl logo and you know all the uh these kind of things um and i think that's kind of where it gets into more of like some some depraved like wicked stuff because these yeah. people will like travel the world to go abuse kids in mm-hmm. other parts of the world and stuff because they can get away with it yeah you know um but so Jeez. yeah so there's there's some kind of like background stuff uh but in in i mean I think the word is explicitly clear, yeah. you know, that, that, I mean, abuse in general is, is not a good thing. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. Abuse um, is not of God. Yeah. And then, well, like I said, we'll get into that a little bit, but, uh, like specifically, I think because children are so innocent, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part, they don't, they're not aware. And if they, that. even if they are, they can't. Yeah. Defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's another statistic I, I saw is that about 40%. Uh, of children who are sexually abused are abused by older or more powerful children. Um, yeah, so I've I mean, heard that they can't one. even fight against mm-hmm. the other, you know, the older, more powerful kids. What you think they could do against, you know, adults that right. typically should know better, unless you know. Um, but another thing I saw is that uh, there are around 116,000 searches for child pornography every day. Um, that's uh, wicked. <laughs> so wicked. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, in, in pornography in general, there's actually, there was a story recently, um, I can't remember the name of the girl that, uh, I don't remember if the story is that she ran away or she got abducted uh, from home and she had been missing for like mm-hmm. a couple weeks or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, and then her mom found her. And then she, well, her mom found her because someone found her on a porn website. But yeah, they found her. She yeah, got trafficked yeah. or something. And was being raped, and this person was posting it on a like Pornhub, yeah. Pornhub or something, you know, some major pornography website, and 
because those sites are so lax about who can post whatever, mm-hmm. there's no telling how many underage right. kids are. There's know, no verification of the yeah, yeah. people to, in the video. To literally, yeah. I think to verify your account on Pornhub, to be able to post stuff as a verified account, you have to send a picture of you holding the name of the account. Like like a piece of paper that has the name written on it and then a picture of you. And they're like, okay, yeah, you get a blue check mark on Pornhub. <laughs> so, you know, so, but, but this girl got found because whoever abducted her or picked her up while she was running away yeah. and was unfortunately abusing her sexually was posting stuff on Pornhub and somebody recognized her somehow and told her mother. What an awkward conversation. Yeah. I was like, hey, hey girl, <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was watching porn the other night. <laughs> And uh, I think you should watch it too. Yeah, you know, and, and maybe that, or maybe they reported it to police. Yeah, I, I like to think that they just went straight to the police yeah, and didn't, so, you know, say it anonymous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there, so that was like that's a whole story that happens, and yeah, that's you know, luckily, I mean, not luckily, but for fortunately for this girl, she was able to kind of get away from that because she was found. A lot there's, of people like don't I get said, found. There's kids that just mm-hmm. disappear. You know what I mean? That I mean, uh, if you kind of want to go into a little conspiracy hole, like you know, like the Epstein Island thing, yeah. That you know, at Disney cruises stop. We're going Epstein there. Yep. Island, little mm. St. James Island. You know, he had very powerful people that would fly on his planes. Yep. Um, he was a known pedophile. Uh, you know, even even uh, with the recent, um, I don't know if you saw, but Harvey Weinstein got sentenced. Got sentenced to years. yeah. Um, and he was, you know doing that with adult women yeah but i believe there's a okay like in in mlb there's a farm system when you pull up like uh recruits or like yeah yeah there's almost like a farming system particularly in hollywood Uh for people men young men and women to get brought in and they get turned over to these depraved men Mm -hmm. that abuse them and and then they trade that for star power you know right and everybody knew about Weinstein, everybody knew. John McCain's wife mm-hmm. said that everybody knew what Epstein was doing, <laughs> and nobody did anything to stop. You know, that's just conspiracy hole. Just to kind of close that up real quick. So, like I said, going uh, in this particular topic, we kind of wanted to uh, talk about not just like one topic, like pedophilia or you know the conspiracy theories or whatever, um, which we, we also, love. Yeah, <laughs> we, I, I, I we talk conspiracy theories quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which, <laughs> We'll have some more episodes where we really get into those. Um, but just, you know, like like we both mentioned, we kind of, instead of talking about just like one topic like pedophilia or these conspiracy theories, we want to also be able to talk about um, something a little, you know, more widespread. Yeah, just the, just the like right. More uh, rape uh, things like. Nominal. I think, I think nominal is a good word. Yeah. Nominal sexual abuse. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and obviously, you know, like we said, like the, the word is clear. You know, do not devise evil. We mentioned that yeah. uh, in, in a couple of, a couple episodes ago. Do not devise evil in your heart against yeah. another. Um, love is patient. Love is kind. Yeah, yeah. If you love this six year old kid, wait till they're yeah, eighteen. Yeah, if you love this adult, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, and and that's actually a thing that that happens. I mean, abuse happens even in married couples or, yeah. or relationships. Yeah. You know? What is it? Merit marital rape or in, inter something something rape? But like, yeah, when married couples. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and even yeah. even domestic abuse you know it's yeah. not even like rape or anything it's just like yeah. violence against a family member you right. know that that happens um so it's uh and none of it's godly no no absolutely not i mean uh, if you think that god gave you the ability to beat your wife because you're the man of the house you're wrong hot take <laughs> yes yeah because actually uh you are to lead in love that's right. what the word says um 
so it's you know these these topics are are heavy so it's, yeah uh you know but we want to be able to talk about them because these are things particularly part of the reason we made this podcast is because not everybody talks about these certain things that right we, these we things are not about. being addressed in you know, the pulpit yeah by your sunday school by your sunday morning pastor yeah they, and they, i, th- I think that's okay that's fine you know um, i don't really think that's his job to address it to the whole church you know maybe yeah. you know behind closed doors say something but yeah here it is i, I just wanted to pull that scripture up really quick ephesians five twenty five. Um, in relation to the yeah, if yeah. You, if husbands, you think, love, husbands your wives. love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave him something and, and guess what Jesus didn't beat the church no uh, he, he, he took the beating for the church yeah, yeah. and then it says in, in 26 to make her holy cleansing her by the washing mm-hmm. with water don't beat her um, wash her and present verse 27 <laughs> and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless that's right blameless you know uh and i think that's, that's i mean that's marriage advice right there i mean take a shower with your woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bible says to wash her, to wash her. Well, it does <laughs> make her clean yeah <laughs> Dang, that's good oh that's good oh man again marriage advice not extramarital advice <laughs> in marriage um <laughs> but you know, and I think that's a, that's that's part of like. Now I hate this phrase because it's not because like they they try to push us on just like regular masculinity, but right. like the toxic masculinity yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, um, there are men out there that think that just because they're the man, they can do what they want. You that's know right. what I mean? Um, but it's not scriptural. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and and these guys have have latched on to something that if I mean if they're believers. Or even just men in general, they've latched on to something that is not. It's not true. Not true. This yeah. is not not real. Not um, based in any sort of like factual right uh, evidence or anything like that. You know. Um, <clears throat> sorry. So uh, just as far as like, I got some kind of like rape statistics pulled up. You know, and and uh, the United States is. Oh, it's not top ten. It is actually what which one thing I, I did kind of want to talk about. Uh, Sweden mm-hmm. is the sixth highest country uh, for for rapes. Uh, it's number of incidents uh, per one one hundred thousand citizens. South Africa is first at one hundred thirty two point four, uh, and then it's so it's South Africa, Botswana, Lesotho, Swaziland, Bermuda, Sweden, uh, Suriname, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Gr- Grenada. So it's like there's predominantly third world countries in this mm-hmm. list and then popped in right there near the middle at six is Sweden, which I think um, is is pretty interesting because for most recent history, Sweden has been known as just like this peaceful country. That, right. You know, um, that's, that doesn't get in wars, that, uh, you know, they're just nice people. Both. Yeah. But now all of a sudden within the last probably five, 10 years. Yeah. I'd say about 10 years. Uh, it's they've rapidly in, in, in this, this particular statistic, I know violent crime has, has radically risen. And you know, there's a reason for that particularly is because they have, they've become more of an open borders type country. Yeah. They let people in that don't really ascribe to their, yeah, to their, their way of life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and so, uh, it's, it's interesting to see that. I thought that, um, this country that's heralded as this wonderful place, yeah, um, is sixth on the list of 
rape rapes per capita per hundred thousand citizens now that that it equates to about six thousand per year hmm. in sweden okay um now the united states has radically more is a is it just a, a number of incidents right but percentage wise but, but yeah it, per capita for or per or hundred thousand students yeah, is, is uh, what we're six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen we're at fourteenth now, because, you know, the, the population of Sweden's just over 10 million right now, the United States, as of 2019, says it's 329 million. Yeah. We're, um, yeah. So, but, but that equates to about 85,000 mm-hmm. per year in the United States. Uh, now, obviously, one is too many. One is too many, think, yes, of course. You know, um, so, but I think it's, I think it's, uh, this particular number is, this per 100,000 students is kind of good to have uh, because, well, I think it's inter- I think it's good to know the per one hundred thousand, and then also the just kind of total number. But yeah, there's there's quite a few number of, of rapes uh, that don't go reported. Um, yeah, here it goes. Here it is. It's on the same site I was just on. So only nine um, percent of rapists get prosecuted in the United States, and only three percent of rapists will spend a day in prison. So that means that ninety about ninety seven percent of rapists in the United States will walk free, uh, which I mean. If you want to talk about failure of government right. to protect your citizens, that's a pretty yeah. big one. Um, that these and and now I will say it it can uh, happen to both sexes, um, but I think specifically what thirty five percent of women worldwide have experienced some form of sexual harassment in their lifetime. And the majority of countries that have data available on rape report that less than forty percent of women who experience sexual violence seek help. Uh, less than 10% seek help from law enforcement. So I do want to say to any women out there watching, uh, listening, please, if you have some yeah. sort of experience, uh, do not be afraid to call help. Do yeah. not be afraid to call law enforcement. Um, I know that uh, the media particularly wants to make you think that there's some stigma around you being abused. Um, I know quite a few police officers. I, I, yeah. You know, uh, I, I personally kind of have a story um, it's not rape, but uh, but uh, abuse uh, that's recently happened to someone uh, that I'm close with. That um, I'm very glad she reported it, mm-hmm. um, and it uh, his the particularly this person that did this to her was a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, but she reported this, and then you know, of course, other police have been handling that, taking care of it. Of course, and. Um, and they're now they're in the process of, of getting ready to take him to trial and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but supposedly this man had been doing this for quite some time to different yeah. women. And um, yeah, just just please seek help. Yeah, you know, if absolutely, because this... you you don't know what you're stopping right. when you when you do this. Because uh, I mean, this guy uh, could have very very easily um, beat someone to the point of them dying. Yeah. You know, and so you don't know if if you're stopping that preventing that happening yeah you're saving a lot uh, from someone yeah. yeah and and one thing one other statistic here just says 70 percent of rape is committed by someone the victim knows so again it kind of goes back to like the grooming thing like you right know, right that, uh that happens um quite often because these these unfortunately depraved wicked-minded people will come in and present themselves as acceptable or you know whatever. right they'll lie to you like um well, what was his name? Um, the guy that Zac Efron just played in that Netflix movie. Bundy. Was it Bundy? Bundy. Yeah, he did these weird Bundy. things, and he got away with them for mm-hmm. a long time. Bundy, Bundy. You know, I mean, he 
he was able to like escape. He was like in a courthouse and jumped out. Of yeah, window yeah. And was able to a cool little scene. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was Batman. I should say it wasn't cool because it was. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cool because it was Bundy. Like bad, bad, bad Bundy. But like, um, yeah, I know he's talking like statistics and stuff. I saw uh, one on here that said that one in three girls are sexually abused before the age of eighteen. One in five boys are sexually abused before the age of eighteen, and one in five children are solicited sexually while on the internet before the age of eighteen. So I know he's talking rape, but I mean even sexual assault. I mean on here I saw too. Um, uh, nearly seventy percent of all reported sexual assaults, including assaults on adults like rape, uh, occur to children age seventeen and under. So the depravity part, you know, we talk about the di- the two different subjects of you know pedophilia. Um, child molestation, things like that, and rape as two separate subjects because they are in the eyes of the law. Mm-hmm. But so there's the country part. But to God, you know, you're hurting someone, you're abusing someone. Period. Yeah. And that's not how you're supposed to act. If you're, um, you know, just to being totally honest on the podcast, right? I don't know how I. I don't know if I would ever be able to, um, see someone. It would be a challenge. It would present a challenge to me if someone was a registered child sex offender and I needed to look at them in a particular situation through Jesus's eyes. Yeah. yeah that would be a, uh, that would be a situation that I don't know what I would do. And uh, I would have to pray, <laughs> you know. So I know at the be- you know, earlier in the episode, I said, you know, how should believers approach this? And, you know, from like just a national standpoint, the way that our society is going, listen to the spirit, of course. But also if um, if you're presented with somebody that is an abuser, you know, or is an offender or whatever, mm-hmm. pray about it. Because the Bible, like Daniel says, when it comes to condemning sin, the Bible is clear. But it's also clear when it talks about how we should act and how we need to respond to these things. So that's one of the main reasons why we have the podcast. So yeah. we can talk about how we're supposed to respond to things that aren't really being addressed on Sunday morning. Yeah, know? yeah. And in... in um these particular topics I think um, are kind of hard to address yeah. from the pulpit because I kind think of that's for the edification of the saints and, and growing up right, in the church. Right. You know? um, but uh, these these are things I think that, that um, specifically, even politics in general as a, as a topic, Christians should not be afraid to approach that topic. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, there, there's been a complacency or a um, just a lack of desire yeah. to to talk about this kind yeah. of stuff for politics in general in the church, which is kind of I think sad. Really allowed some of the things that are happening to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you definitely speak out. You know, Absolutely. Jesus. That's exactly what Jesus did when he came here. He went and flipped tables and yep. called the priest the synagogue of Satan. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, you are of your father the devil. Yeah, yeah I, remember. I remember that. The synagogue of Satan. Yeah, well, in in Revelation three nine, uh, behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, oh, okay, which man. they say they are Jews and and are not, but do lie. Um, and and then what I was thinking about what Jesus said is, uh, for you of your father the devil. Right, because they were like, you, you say you're of your father, you you know, you we know your dad. Yeah, you know, and he was like, oh yeah, you know my dad, but you're you don't even know your own dad. Yeah, <laughs> he's Satan. Satan. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's um. So I mean. Clearly, again, as I've kind of mentioned a couple times throughout the episodes, it's like if, if we're supposed to use Jesus as our example, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Boom. You know, because we're obviously not doing enough. If there's kids that can go and just disappear, mm-hmm. um, or if there's 
85,000 rapes happening mm-hmm. in, America, in your nation, yeah. You know, uh, or, you know, even the, what the 44% of, of lesbian women experience rape violence or, you know, whatever yeah. any of these statistics that we've talked about over the last two episodes. Um, I always want to make a point that it, that, that the church has a responsibility to step up and do something about it. Right. You know, um, and like, kind of like you mentioned, the, the pro- part of the problem I believe is that, uh, I mean, with most any th- problems that we have in the country, uh, is mismanagement of, of government or mismanagement of funds. Like of re- resources, the ability to address it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you mentioned, you know, uh, if you were to supposed to look, tried to, had to try to look at somebody, excuse me, who's a convicted sex offender mm-hmm. through Jesus' eyes, it would be a little hard. I actually have a personal story where somebody I, I went to college with um, ended up having to register as a sex offender because he, and he didn't do anything to this girl or anything, you know, but he got caught up in a situation where this girl lied to him, told him she was 18. Mm. Uh, and then um, just eventually down the road, like her brother or her parents found text messages between them and reported them he went through this whole ordeal it was like on the news and everything god you know and it's just this and this guy particularly that i know is like one of the nicest dudes i've ever yeah. met and i mean that kind of goes back to the government thing for me it's like a mismanagement thing cause, yeah cause, you know because that's kind of circumstantial that's a, that's an, a situation where a guy that you know kind of of course got, i mean he broke the law so i mean he and 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 i tried to keep him away from it other people tried to keep him away from it but you know we had just graduated high school so it's e- kind of easier for him to i guess go after a relationship like that or whatever you know i don't know his personal thing about it but um he he's now for the rest of his life considered a registered, sex, registered offender. sex offender yeah. you know um, of course i'm talking about like straight up you know raping five-year-olds yeah yeah thing, so yeah and and you know and that but i think that's what kind of like trying making it terribly but the point i'm making is that like there's like this overabundance of like even nowadays with like the me too movement and all this stuff there's a lot yeah, of like rape fake, culture yeah there's a lot of like fake accusations yeah. and you can go and destroy mm-hmm. i mean there's been i like i can't think off the top of my head but i know a couple guys that were bound for the nfl yep. got accused of rape turned out to be fake and then they wasted five years of their life and can't go make the millions of dollars they were going to yep. make you know what i mean um and so it like it's it's like a, a mismanagement of like government resources and then also this over abundance of like media um, and also like social media for everybody mm-hmm. to just be the judge and the jury. You know, it's everybody has the ability to just judge everything. And and now in, in America, particularly, they try to push this. You're guilty until proven innocent. Thing. Right. It's that innocent until proven court guilty. of social media. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So. um it's tough nowadays, I think, but but if the church, I believe, if the church were able to stand up and be more solid, be stronger, if the men in the church, yeah. if the men in the church stood up and led their families and raised godly kids, mm-hmm. raised particularly godly boys, um, there would be a radical change. You would and, see a change, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and what's going on? And there's a there's a I kind of slightly mentioned it last episode. There's a, a huge uh, fatherlessness issue in the country right now. Yeah. And that's part of the problem is that these kids aren't, a lot of these kids aren't growing up with a father in the home mm-hmm. and they're missing out on having a righteous example of how to be a man or how right. to even just be a person. Right. You know, um, and, and 
I think that stemmed that, I mean, obviously, because the, the, the enemy wants to split the family. And when you split the family, you see, obviously, all these problems that are starting to come up. Yeah. And these, these radical agendas or even just violence, you know, there's all this violence, this abuse that, that's happening. Um, I, I think it has to start with the church for us to get in there. Yeah. And, and the, of course the big C way. church. I mean, like if, if you're a believer as a believer, you have a responsibility to shine. Um, that you know, Jesus said, you don't light a candle and put it under a bush. Yeah. When he said that it was a metaphor for him. He doesn't light us on fire mm-hmm. and then hide us. It's our responsibility to do something and change and, um, kind of affect the darkness around us. And so, I mean, if you know somebody personally, reach out, if you don't mm-hmm. get involved, Find, find a way to get involved. Just If it's just uh, you know, helping somebody who's going through the foster care system or helping um, a victim in recovery, I mean, whatever you can do, everybody can do something. And it's not you're not going to be beholden to your family. You're going to be beholden to Jesus yeah. So, who shined for everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just got to make sure that you're doing something. So uh, as normal with this podcast, Daniel always is like, Jesus did this, that, and the other. What are you doing? So with that, <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, so glad that you joined us on episode six of the God and Country podcast. You can uh, connect with us on social media, as I said earlier, at GNC Pod, GNC like the vitamin store, GNC Pod on Instagram, Facebook. One day we'll get a Twitter. Um, and be sure to follow us on YouTube. If you don't already, subscribe, click the like button, uh, and give us some feedback. You can also find us on risenwordministries.com, uh, rsnwrd.com. And, uh, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to say, Daniel, yeah, about just, all this heavy, heavy uh, stuff? Anything? Uh, well, real quick, uh, YouTube, we are under the Risen, Risen Word Ministries uh, channel right now. Yes, so currently we are. Episodes. Yeah, currently if you go to you, uh, YouTube, you can type in God and Country Podcast and it'll come up. But you can also look for the whole channel, Risen Word Ministries, uh, yeah, RSNWRD, GNC Pod. I mean, you can yeah, yeah, connect Instagram, to that. So. Facebook. I don't have Facebook, so he's the one that controls all that. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting rid of Facebook it's for the podcast been, anyway. It's been... I haven't had it for like four years. It's not a conversation for the podcast. (laughs) But um, anyways, yeah. So as far as like this topic goes, um, you know, again, uh, I want to, I've kind of already said it, but I want to put a call out to the church and to believers that, um, you know, stand up and fight. Uh, I kind of said a little bit about that on the episode about education. Um, You know, you, if I hate to, I don't hate to quote him, but. Gandhi said, "If you want to be, if you want to see change in the world, yeah. be the change you want to see, or something." You hate like to be that. cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but oh, you know, I think that's boy. that's pretty relevant, uh, especially with what the church is supposed to be doing. Yeah, the church really has, um, unfortunately, I've, I mentioned before, has become complacent, yeah. and the church has like missed out on our opportunity to do something about some of these situations, and so the world has to try to take care of it. But you know the world is the world. So the world's not the enemy's operating not, in darkness. Yeah. The yeah. enemy's not going to do anything to prevent, yep. the, you know, he's not going to go and fight himself. Yeah. He's going to just pump it up, right. you know? And so we're, we're the, the front lines, I guess, to protect the world and, and people, yeah. uh, maybe even people, you know, or people you love, um, that, uh, have gone through some of these experiences, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and restore them. Yeah, 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 and and restore them, and and um, you know, and that comes with first, um, helping them know God, right? You know, because they're that's 
he's our our refuge you know right he's he's our hiding place he yeah we're not the fixer the church yeah, isn't the fixer yeah. jesus is the fixer yeah so. exactly but with the church has to bring jesus to, right to the people to right. the how will they believe unless someone tells them exactly so. yeah and then the in the goodness of god yeah, leads yeah. people to repentance we have yep. to be the goodness of god to people and that and this particular topic comes with being able to speak up and say something that's right and um and and do something and like so like ethan said earlier you know if you have these checks in your spirit um Follow them. About topics. Yeah, follow them. And make sure you have to be able to get a check in your spirit. Ooh. You know, you have to you have to stay in the word. Yep. You have to pray. Yep. Um one one particular thing for me is is I think worship is also super important. Absolutely. Um to to just have communion with God, know how God speaks to you and, and talks to you. Uh so you can recognize those checks when he gives them to you. Because it's not gonna I mean Sometimes you might just pass it off as a funny feeling in your right. stomach or something, you know. But people it, are pressuring you to, perf- you know, let the kid perform or yeah, leave yeah, the kid with somebody. Be, yeah, yeah, it could definitely that could be the Lord saying, "Hey, it could be a serious inconvenience." Yeah, to give so, up the babysitter. So you know, yep. um, just I, be, as always, we say, just be in the Word, pray, talk to talk to talk to God about this, mm-hmm. um, figure out how He's calling you to to do something about this particular topic, and that's right. And I think I think I'll close it out with this. On God and Country, a risen word as believers, the churches that we go to here in the in the southern Houston area, um, uh, if you deal with pedophilic, yeah, whatever, if you have thoughts about pedophilia, you know, if you're dealing with child pornography or something like that, look, we don't we're we don't hate you right we don't you know we're praying for you just like we pray for everyone um that god tells us to and he tells us to pray for everyone that's in darkness and reach out to them with light and that comes first by praying and so we're not really we we don't want to condemn anyone um uh, of ourselves we want to share what the word has to say we want to give you facts and we just kind of want to go on from there so no hate uh, a lot of love, but love isn't going to let you just go blindly into the dark night, right? So want to let you know the truth. Uh, the truth is that God loves you. Thanks for joining us on the Gun Country Podcast. Daniel, Ethan, out, because we're cool like that. Peace out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're out of here. We're out of here. <laughs>